Welcome to the Mindset, Money and Manifestations podcast. My name is Jennifer Grace and I'm a business and mindset coach who's gone from manifesting all the wrong things to manifesting all of the right things and building a coaching business to show others just how to do that. So if you're a spiritual woman who knows that you get what you focus on, then this podcast is for you. We discuss all things mindset, the universe, abundant living, entrepreneurship, coaching, living your version of a spectacular life, and growing a six-figure business that you're totally in love with. If this sounds like it's for you, then hit subscribe. Maybe your intuition has led you here, and I can't wait to hear more about you too. Now, sit back and enjoy. Hello, my darlings. I hope you are feeling fabulous, even though, yes, it's if you're in the UK, it's lockdown time, and for all of us, it's January, and, you know, January is typically not the highest of vibes in terms of the months, but <laughs> anyway, what I'm trying to say is I hope you are doing well, and I hope you are making the most of this time, however it's appearing for you. So before I get stuck into what I want to talk to you about today, I want to let you know about something awesome that is coming up and it's called the Magnetic Money Mindset Challenge. It's a free challenge with me. It's three days of working on figuring out what it is that's holding you back. If you feel like you're in business and even if you're not in business, but your your money situation is not the way you want it to be if it's not flowing if you feel like money mindset is the work that you need to do and you kind of don't know where to begin or you maybe you do know where to begin and you've been putting it off from the 1st to the 3rd of February there's a free challenge going on and I will put the link in the show notes here so you can get yourself signed up it's going to be with me no more than an hour a day and it's going to be for three days of just really high vibe content and making sure that you are clear on if money is something that's a problem for you and it's something that you feel is um, is holding you back from living those big dreams and really going for things that you want and you feel like there's some self-sabotage around it, then get yourself signed up for this challenge because we're going to be looking at your money story. We're going to be looking in depth as to what patterns are going on, what things are happening, what beliefs you are telling yourself um, you know, what thoughts you keep thinking about the way that money shows up. And I'm going to challenge some of them and hopefully you're going to get loads of them dissolved right there and then on the free challenge. So I'm super duper excited. We're going to be doing the deep dive into, you know, what you think is meant for you and what you think isn't meant for you. And we're going to turn all of that on its head and get your, your money vibes like so high, so, so, so high and tap away to clear low vibe things, things that aren't serving you. And I'm just super duper excited for it. So if you feel like money is not showing up for you in the way that you want it to, you're feeling like your energy needs to change around it, then girl, get yourself onto this challenge. I will put the link in the show notes. You have to get signed up for it before it begins. And then you'll get all the details as to when it is, etc. There will be a replay as well. If you can't make it live, do this for yourself, my love. Anyway, there we go. So I knew if I didn't say that immediately when I started, then I would probably forget to <laughs> go into it properly. But I want to talk to you about something that is 
really prevalent, you know, between with women specifically. So first of all, let me just back up a little bit and tell you that if you're noticing that you're hearing more stuff that's about money and the energy of money and money mindset um, recently, it's because that is where I've been shifting and being called into more and more powerfully to show up and do the work that I do. And as women, especially as coaches or service-based entrepreneurs, we do, you know, we're really encouraged to find a niche or a niche if you're American. Um, And in doing that, it will evolve and change over time. And I've always been money mindset and money energy and money flow and manifestation. But as I'm doing this work in um, working with more coaches and more service-based entrepreneurs specifically, I'm finding that I'm hearing the same things over and over again, the same deep past stories and even traumas are coming up around money specifically and finances. And I'm seeing so many women holding themselves back. And it's just something that I feel like I used to do so much. And I've gone from strength to strength on this subject. And I can tell you, like, without doubt, if I if I need some cash, if I want to call in something, um, you know, for some unexpected bill or unexpected fun thing that I want or just you know because I feel like doing it I know what to do I know what to do energetically and I know what to do in my business to call in fast cash and not enough women in business know how to do that and it's really something that you've got to be able to master because business you know at the beginning it can be hard you have to wear all these different hats and you have to be an expert in so many different things and if you haven't got the money stuff down like putting the pressure on yourself financially as well as trying to get everything off the ground is is exhausting. I've been there, you know. I thought I had all my money stuff down. Then I became an entrepreneur. It was my only source of income. And it's like I had to learn all these lessons again in a different way because my mindset was one of an employee, not an entrepreneur. And it's a huge thing. And so I've really been called into doing more and more of this work with women because I hear it coming up. I see it. I see it playing in people's subconsciouses. Subconsciouses, is that a word? Um, (laughs) I see um, women making decisions for themselves based on lack and fear. And there's not enough, you know, that energy, there's not enoughness going around. So that's why I want to talk to you about this specific particular subject today, which is about being cheap with yourself. Now... (laughs) It might sound a bit like, um, probably a bit controversial and, you know, that's fine. And probably something like you're thinking, well, I'm I'm not being cheap with myself because I'm I'm working with coaches and doing programs and stuff and I'm investing a lot into my development. Um, or you might think, well, the only reason I'm being cheap with myself is because I can't afford to do anything different and I'm maxed out with what I'm spending. I want to tell you a little bit more about this and just have you thinking about the energy of this and in the money challenge we'll be talking about this more as well but I've had a conversation with um, somebody recently and I actually said this to her and she's like oh my god you hit the nail on the head and I was like you know what I want to say this to more women which is why I'm here to talk about it so I hear lots of women They come to me when they're at the stage saying, I'm working on my business. I want to grow it. 
there's still more that I need to do. They're in this kind of frantic energy of I'm probably undercharging, but if I put my prices up, then I'll have even less clients because I don't have enough clients right now. So if I put my prices up, then it's going to be even more um, expensive for people than they're already telling me it's too expensive. If that sounds familiar, <laughs> then hi. And they're in, in this this place of, I kind of feel capped and I don't know what else to do. You know, when is it going to be easy like it is for everyone else with the highlight reels on Instagram? And I said this last week, I think, but FYI, they're not always telling the truth. I hate to say it, but, you know, just, just look carefully into that. Anyway, so where was I going with that? So if... Um, if you're having these conversations or you're seeing um, and witnessing people saying a lot of the time that they can't afford to do stuff, that money is tight, that money is scarce, then just know that they're in that mindset. They're in the scarcity mindset and they might have plenty of evidence as to why they should be. You know, they might be looking in their um, at their bank account and it's tough and money is tough and they're working hard and it's not coming in and, and all of these things. So I'm not here to dispute that, but to, to tell you what's going on with their mindset, whether you think it's justified or not, is, is irrelevant. But they are in scarcity. They're in scarcity mode. And it's not just people outside of you who are doing this, girls. I want you to really look at yourself and look at where this is coming up for you. So the woman that I've had this conversation with, um, she was talking to me about whether she wants to do one-on-one -on -one coaching with me or she wants to do my money makeover program, which is... Um, a, a much smaller priced um, way of working with me but it's only self-study it's not access to the one-on-one -on -one. and she knows that she wants to work directly with me and she wants to have the experience of having a one-on-one -on -one coach and she wants to like deep dive and go into that transformation and be held in that space and really work on you know all the stuff that's coming up and really switch her money mindset around to the point where she can start to have conversations with her potential clients and coach them through it when they're going through the the fear and scarcity on discovery calls and stuff so sounds great but she's then saying maybe I should just do the digital course first because and I'm like look okay <laughs> this is what's going on you're being cheap with yourself and you know, it, it sounds like a horrible, um, slandering statement. It's not meant to be whatsoever. But I want you girls to to look at this and think about the same thing for yourselves because what's going to happen? If you want to have... This does not have to be in relation to coaching. This can be anything. If there's something that you want to have, let's use an example of you want the you want the Louis Vuitton bag, the handbag. Let's not even make it about business. And you're looking at this bag and you're like, whew, I really want that. It's it's way over a thousand pounds. Not now. You know, that that's a one day kind of goal. I really, really want it. But I just can't, I can't spend that much money. And you don't really think about it too much apart from that amount just looks kind of crazy. But what's really going on in, in your brain is like, there's no way I can spend that much money on a bag. There's no way I deserve that. There's no way I would look after it to the standard that I should do. There's no way I can look at a bag as an investment when I've got a credit card bill to pay. Blah, 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 blah. You know, you're looking at it that way. So what do you do then? You compromise and you buy a bag that is very nice. Um, it's not the same brand. It's not the same, you know, designer, but it's, 
it's a chunk of the price that you would have paid for the, the lovely Louis Vuitton bag. And you've got this new bag and it's nice and it's good, but you still want the Louis Vuitton. And then you kind of go through your life and, you know, thinking about this Louis Vuitton bag that you want that you'll get one day. And it comes up in the sale and you see it and you're like, hmm, probably Louis Vuitton bags aren't on sale, but hey, I'll give you the example anyway. And maybe it's 100 or 200 off and you're still like, oh, no, I won't do it. So you buy all these cheaper bags as you go and you buy purses and wallets and, you know, accessories and stuff like that. And what you really want is the Louis Vuitton bag, but you're not willing to stretch to it. And then you look in your wardrobe or wherever you store all your bags and you've got tons of them. There's loads of them. And some of them you've bought on a whim and never used. Some of them probably the same one you use all the time. The rest of them are just gathering dust at the back of the wardrobe. And then, like, if this is actually going on for you, in in whatever sense you're putting this analogy to, it could be working with a coach, it could be driving the car you want, having the house you want, having the wardrobe you want, having the, you know, the whatever, you know, the, the level of investments you want, anything, anything like that. How much money have you wasted on compensating for not buying the thing that you wanted to have. Does that make sense? I'll give you an example with me. Candles. I have tons of them, <laughs> okay? They're always on. There's there's all sorts going on here. Um, and for Christmas and birthdays, my boyfriend always buys me the Joe Malone candles. If you know Joe Malone candles, you'll know they are expensive. And they are beautiful and I love them and I also have a good supply of Yankee candles from my mom who has a bit of a home tv qvc shopping addiction (laughs) like buys loads of candles and um I kind of raid the candle drawer when I'm around and then I buy other stuff but it'll just be cheap filler kind of stuff because what I really want are the Joe Malone candles but my boyfriend buys them for me and I there's something about a I told you they're expensive. I think this, like, the big, like, three wick ones are about £200, maybe a bit more. There's something about spending £200 on a candle that makes me go, I'm not doing that. I'm just not. They're they're for show. They're for best. For best. You know, like, your mum used to have the china that was saved in case the queen came around. (laughs) Or maybe your grandma. Like, they're for best. They're like, there's no way I would spend that much money on a candle and just have it burning for six hours in the background in the room. Because, no way. But I love to have them. So they're always in the house and they, they come out on special occasions. I'll light them for a bit. Because they're the real luxury ones. Like, they're the first class of candles for me. And I know that there's always a supply because. The boyfriend with his Christmas budget for my gifts knows I love them, will always buy them. And it's different when it comes from someone else or you're buying it for someone else, isn't it? But that's my thing. It's the candle thing. So if I look at all of the um, all the money I've spent on candles and, and like wax melts and crap <laughs> stuff that I've got, I probably just could have actually done the thing I really wanted to do, which was to buy myself a nice Joe Malone candle um, and burn it quite regularly. But that one-off purchase, no, 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 feels like, even now, feels really, like, quite extravagant for me, and something that I don't need to do, 
so I don't do it. That's my thing. Candles are my, <laughs> my thing where I have this debate with myself. So whatever it is for you, whatever it is like you really want the, the nice thing, but you settle for the cheaper thing, I want you to start realizing that this is actually a false economy because when you're looking at the luxury thing you want, you know, the bag, the candle, the nice champagne instead of the carver or the Prosecco or whatever, like the thing you really, really want to have, as long as you're holding that away from yourself, you're going to be trying to compensate for it in different ways and you'll end up overcompensating by buying 10 or 20 or 30 replicas of the thing that you actually want and when you realize you've done that and you add up all the money you've spent on the things that you didn't really want but you were doing it as a kind of compromise with yourself you realize you probably could have bought the thing you wanted mm-hmm. so bringing this back to business this girl who I've been having a chat with she really wants to work with me she knows that she'll be doing the work on her business we'll sort her money structure out and her her packages and her pricing and her messaging and everything she wants to do her confidence with her sales calls and of course her money mindset to the point where like I don't just show my clients how to charge more money in their businesses I show them how to be magnetic so things are flying in all the time and they just feel like they're walking on air and it's so much fun to do that because it's all energy stuff but she's holding herself back from doing that because she's spent a lot of money on stuff before and this I've heard this story a lot from people like a lot she spent a lot of money on stuff before and not specifically for her but for other people I've spoken to when I've said to them how much money we're talking about three thousand pounds coaching package with me and I said to them, how much money have you spent on different digital courses and group programs and things in the past? And they've said probably about twice the amount that you're charging for one-on-one coaching. Like if you add everything up, you know, probably at least that or more. And I'm like, what did you do with those things that you bought? And usually the answer is some of them I kind of half-assed and some of them went right for me and the rest of them I did nothing with I just didn't I bought them because I thought I should and I didn't do anything with them classic example all the ways that you're putting money into something as a compromise because you're being cheap with yourself and not buying the thing that you actually want to have not really going for the thing that's gonna make the most difference to you the Joe Malone candle will make the most difference to me because I feel abundant as fuck when I burn a Joe Malone candle even though I've just confessed to having a bit of a weird scarcity thing about candles. Uh, And like when you're working with the coach that you really, really want to work with, like don't for one minute think that your results aren't going to be off, like next level, off the charts, something that you have always desired to have, but you're holding yourself back from doing it and you're compromising and saying, I'll just take that coach's smaller priced program because that I can get my energy behind that. That feels a little bit safer to do. It's cheaper. I don't have to think about it so much. But which one do you think is going to get you the results? The self-study or the one-on-one? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not here to say that everyone's self-study program is crap and you're not going to get results from it. Not whatsoever. But if you're compromising with yourself because of money, when you know if you really wanted to do it, you could do it. You'd find a way. You know, a 0% credit card is the way that I've done so much of my stuff. And I've just paid it back 
as and when I'm ready. When you really say yes to yourself and you really honor those desires, you skyrocket your results, like your abundance goes to the next level and beyond. And you get yourself to a place where money's coming in easily and you know that you deserve to receive it because you've spent it in so much love and so much engagement and so much, um, you're like, you're so committed to the process of like, I'm investing in myself and it's an energy exchange. And the more money you're giving out in investment to yourself, the more space you're holding for money to come into you. And if you're only doing group programs and you're not doing one-on-one coaching specifically, I'll, I'll make this point, you are really missing out so much on the joy. <clears throat> the joy of having that experience when you're working with somebody and you're you're just like being held in that container, they're holding space for you, you're doing powerful transformational work and the coach is solely focused on you. You tell them everything, you tell them all your secrets, you tell them all your past and they, they help you to see it differently and to challenge it and to do things you never thought you'd do and you're never the same after the experience. Like one-on-one coaching is epic, absolutely epic. I've only done masterminds and group stuff for a while and I've recently signed into um, a one-on-one program with a coach, which I just haven't done for ages because I've been busy doing masterminds and things at a different level. Um, and oh my God, the one-on-one relationship, I was like, oh, I've not done this for ages. I forgot how good it is. Like the transformations that I'm making with her are epic, like off the charts, epic. And there's no greater feeling than knowing you've invested in yourself for that support and that you're being held completely by that coach and they can see things for you that you can't see in yourself yet. And they're masterfully taking you through that process like it's epic and every time I sign sign in with a one-on-one coach and a mastermind actually I make my my investment back like really really fast because like getting your money mindset and your energy specifically up to the level of whew, okay I've just paid in full I've just made a big investment usually the universe sees that as void because where there was x amount of money on your credit card or in your bank account or wherever it's come from all of a sudden that's not there. So <laughs> what it does for me is it finds a new client for me super duper quick. That just comes back in, pays me in full, and the money goes straight back into the bank. It's so cool how this stuff works, girls. Honestly, I can't tell you. I could, that's a whole other episode. I could talk so much about that, about the energy and the void and the frequency and the, what, what the universe will do to, to mould into where there's gaps. But I, I won't talk about that now because I'm trying to stay focused. (laughs) So yeah, if you want to be cheap with yourself, go ahead and do that. Like you, you might genuinely be somebody who says, I prefer to have like five smaller things rather than one big purchase. And that's fine too. But if you're finding yourself having a lot of clutter, like the stuff that you buy, if you've got clothes in the wardrobe that still have the tags on, Mm-hmm. looking at you if you've got stuff that you've bought and you've never used if you've just got too much of things around then probably what's going on is you were you weren't consciously spending the money when you were spending on this stuff if you were consciously spending it and you were spending in alignment you probably would have gone for the thing you really really wanted to have and actually having significantly large purchases but fewer of them 
will make you feel more abundant than spending lots and lots of money on smaller things that don't really fulfill your soul, but you've done that as a compromise. You'll just end up with crap everywhere. So I want you to be really honest with yourself, clear the clutter that's going out of your mind, look around at things that you've bought as a compromise and ask yourself, am I being cheap with myself here? And look at it as an opportunity to level up. There you go, girls. Get yourself signed up for the Magnetic Money Mindset Challenge. Like I said, it's a free challenge. It's from the 1st to the 3rd of February. I'll put the link here in the show notes so you can just scroll down, get signed up. And um, like I say, if you can't make it live, there's always a replay. But just get yourself on here, girls. Like, do the thing for yourself. Whether you're in business or not, doesn't matter. Everybody's welcome. You will all get something from this. It's my honor and my promise that you you'll get way more than one thing from this like trust me and I'm so excited for it and I can't wait to see you there okay so until next time or until I see you in the challenge my loves take care and have a great rest of January and see you soon bye bye